Welcome to the Sisterhood of the Traveling Gee, where we travel around to connect with women and connect women with resources. Today, we're going to be speaking with Stephanie, co-founder of Forever a Fighter, located out of Edmond, Oklahoma. If you want to get in contact with her after this, you can follow her on Instagram or Facebook. Okay, so about you and Forever a Fighter. Well, my name is Stephanie Pichalinge, now Dash Madden. Um, I am older now. That sucks. I'm 36 years old. I'm from California, and I got five children. Um, like I don't know how you do it. I have one, and it's... I don't either. I don't know how I do it either. People always say that, and like, when you figure it out, let me know how to do it, because I'm winging it. So I wing it, but I think I'm doing okay. Then something happens, and I'm like, no. But we're making it. Like, Diego has the daughter, and then I have a son and um, a daughter, and then we have the twins together. Yeah. So they're two little ninja babies. <laughs> I got to meet them, too. They're so cute. They're funny. Um, so there's Maya and Luca. But, yeah. So we um, – I met Diego through – um, jiu-jitsu, well, kind of MMA first, then jiu-jitsu. We fell in love with jiu-jitsu. And that's Luca. Sorry. It happens. <laughs> but anyway, so he's very emotional. I think he's going to be the sensitive one. Yeah. Maya's the mean one. I think she's <laughs> going to be like the next, hmm, not cyborg. Right, but like a uh, mix between Mackenzie Dern and what's her name, the really big one. Anyway, yes. So okay. mix between Gabby Garcia and uh, Mackenzie Dern. Like that's gonna be Maya with a little yes. bit of. I can't think of her name right now, but she's gonna be amazing. <laughs> They're gonna be like the Rotolo brothers, but girl and boy twins. <laughs> All right, what about Forever Fighter? How'd you get that started? And what is it? Oh, yeah. Forever a Fighter is a nonprofit. We are 5013C federally, and it's um, to bring awareness to PTSD and domestic violence. Um, through, and our goal is to bring those people who have survived or deal with both um, to martial arts for healing. And the co-founder and I, um, her name is Liz Lyon. She's a brown belt out of Academy of Martial Arts here in Oklahoma City. Um, her and I started actually as white belts together uh, no eight long years ago. I know, eight years ago. And both of us have this, a similar story um, as far as coming from domestic violence situation and dealing with PTSD. How we healed through our pain of dealing with like the abuse, the mental abuse that we were overcoming was jujitsu. You know, we used jujitsu and we never gave up and, you know, you get put in bad situations and just that somehow translates to your life and makes it easier to deal with, you know? So we were like, hey, we need to come up with a foundation 
um, I had forever a fighter. Um, it was actually tattooed to my, over my heart because I needed, when I was in my darkest time dealing with that person, I needed to remember who I was. I forgot who I was. I was a Marine, right? I was this tough person. I had survived the Marine Corps. I had survived my childhood of craziness. And I was like, I need inspiration. And I got a tattoo forever a fighter right over my heart and little did I know that one day it would be a foundation and I like am here where I am now because of jujitsu you know I had a, like a lot of dark times where I just wanted to end my life um you know we had unfortunately when you're like in an abusive relationship especially when it, children are involved it makes it harder to leave and honestly I stepped foot on that mat and I woke up and I decided, you know, I'm gonna do this. I can do this. And it wasn't easy. It was like the hardest, still is hard, you know, to like keep my head up and keep moving, you know, cause you have those triggers sometimes even in life of what somebody says to you. Um, you know, you're dumb or you're stupid. Uh, you know, no one's going to love you with two kids. You know, if you leave, I'm going to kill you. You know, you have those thoughts that come in your head sometimes and it freezes you up. And so the best therapy that I found is jujitsu. You know, you, you have to learn how to work through that freeze up. I just felt like a different person competing and, and training. I was like feeling like myself again, like waking up from that bad dream. So that's so where how did you find jujitsu through all of this? I was in a little town. It was a horrible town. And there was this gym. There was this boxing gym. It was like a horrible gym. But hey, it's where I started and I'm in a better one now, right? But it was where what I needed at the moment, you know, to get my blood flowing, to like get healthier and clear my head from nonsense. And it made me stronger and I was like, I can defend myself. I don't have to be scared of this person. Like, I don't, despite what they're saying, you know, I learned how to defend myself and I actually signed up for an MMA fight. Like I had been training like three months and I was like, sign me up. And I was like, well, I think back now I was like, I'm a, we're gonna, you know, I coach now and I'm like, oh my God, I was that stupid kid that everyone makes <laughs> fun of that comes to the gym and says, I'm a street fighter, I'm a Marine. And then you get your ass or your butt whooped, you know, like that was me, like this little kid. <laughs> and I wasn't a little kid, I was like 26, 27, but you know, I just was always in, I always loved martial arts in the Marine Corps. When I was 17, I joined the Marine Corps and you know, we get a little taste of martial arts um, and I always loved it, but I was a girl, right? Like it wasn't a popular thing to be fighting or, you know, training. It wasn't popular, right? So I let that stop me back then when I was 17. And then here we are like 10 years later, like I have this opportunity to go to this little gym. That's nothing. And now it changed my life and made me who I am. So if it can happen to me, this little poor kid, that came from nothing with divorced parents and trauma throughout my whole life you know since i was a young 
and, and then in the Marine Corps and then out of the Marine Corps. Um, I was like, man, this is a solution. Like, I need to tell everyone about it. And so that's where Forever Fighters comes from. That's amazing. I hope that I can, like, save somebody. You know, I get emotional. Sorry. But, um, like, maybe I can. I've had a lot of friends that I've lost, um, you know, in the Marine Corps to suicide and in high school some high schoolers that were amazing beautiful people that killed themselves and I almost was there and I'm like man if they only had what I have now um, and what I was blessed to have they would still be here you know and so if I can help somebody not go down that road you know but like how I justify all the pain that I was in you know, when I was a kid and in the Marine Corps as a kid, still, I should never went into the Marine Corps sometimes. But, you know, you think about that, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done this. But actually, it, it made me who I am and I survived. And hopefully I can prevent somebody from, you know, making the mistakes I did by helping them and guiding them to like the best sport in the world. Um, yeah, so that's my story. That's amazing, though. I love it. Like, it gets me all teary-eyed. Like, you know, in the Marine Corps, we're taught, don't cry, you know, be serious. And I've been told that my whole life because my parents were military and they don't talk about anything. You know, that's how we were raised. (laughs) (laughs) So you probably know that. Maybe your parents. Oh, I do like suck it up and like I mean they were right like I'm glad like I learned how to be tough but like in our world I think they need that again like hey everyone let's suck it up okay let's suck it up because they're getting a little sensitive but (laughs) maybe if they went to jujitsu they will toughen up (laughs) I think there's a I think there's a big difference between embracing the suck and making it through and sucking it up. Like, there's things you got to work through, but there are moments where you're just like, I just got to embrace this and we just got to keep going. We just got to go. I mean, what else are you going to do? Like, throw a pity party and then you waste, like, weeks of your time or days or hours, you know? And, like, I've done that before. I've been there. I still do it, probably. Like, I think my my downtime and my sad time is getting shorter as I get older and learn that hey okay if I just go to jiu-jitsu I'm gonna be fine <laughs> you know let me go choke people and submit them or attempt to or get smashed but then I feel okay after you know <laughs> I know I can feel it in my bones when I haven't been in a couple of days because you're like oh why am I in a bad mood and you're like oh you you haven't been anywhere <laughs> so that was me after Diego. <laughs> He's like, uh, you should go to training by yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's the best. He didn't, we both like have to go to training by ourselves sometimes and just like train and then we're happy after. <laughs> you no, know, like that's our therapy. So tell me about what you're doing recently with Forever a Fighter and all your competitions and all the seminars and everything that you've got going on. There's so much. Oh my gosh, so much. It's a lot. 
but I'm excited because this is what I've been wanting it to be for the last seven years that I've been trying to get this started. Uh, it's been like seven years in the making. Um, in 2020, we made it an official 501-3C. Um, and then I got pregnant with the twins because um, I was competing. I was like, I want to go to Worlds and show everyone what Forever Fighter is about and what I'm about and test myself. And um, then I got pregnant. So I had a setback and I gained a lot of weight and ate a lot of chocolate and uh, blamed it on two babies, which it's valid, but it isn't, you know. And I, I trained until like 23 weeks and um, tried to come back too quick. But um, so I'm so happy to finally be competing again and being healthy. Um, I feel like myself again competing, you know, because mm -hmm. you can get it out on the mat, win or lose. And then, okay, everything I'm doing is valid. Like my training that everyone says I'm doing too much of. Like, look at me now. Ha ha. <laughs> and, you know, everyone's like, oh, man, you lose so much weight easily. I'm like, really? 12 hours at the gym it's a week. So much. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's worth it. And anyways, so like, it, you know, it's paying off. I'm competing. I'm trying to get to, um, I don't know if you know, American Grappling Federation. Um, Diego and I work for them and we like cherish them and we get to travel with them and compete and work. And so we're able to travel and test our jujitsu and, and spread the word about forever a fighter kind of. So we're really appreciative to them but oh yeah march of uh, next week march 4th i have my first cage match since the babies like jujitsu um absolute and it's my first well not my first purple belt but my second purple belt competition as a blue belt nice. and so i can test myself and see if i'm ready for the next level I didn't even know that you could do that. Move up a belt as your belt color. Oh, uh, you can't. Oh. <laughs> but I'm very convincing. And usually if I want something, I get it. I'm going to have to have a good conversation with you because I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> I got you, girl. I'm a hustler. Hustler 101, forever a fighter style. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call it, and I'm. It's gonna be ten ninety nine. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I'll tell you the gist of it. You gotta suck it up and just don't give up until you, they give you what you want. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. And then you have a seminar that's coming up. Is it this weekend or is yeah. it next month? Um, it's tomorrow. So um black belt brazilian black belt um in jiu-jitsu jennifer gray um she's the owner of she jitsu um she is going to be hosting um a seminar for uh like just a women's seminar women's only and we're gonna go over like some self-defense some nogi um and raise money for her friend who's battling cancer so um Kind of like two birds and one stone. We're going to teach people some jujitsu and then help her friend. 
Good. And Nate, Good. my friend needs to, my friend, my training partner needs to come see me and had to text me. Sorry. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we're going to have that seminar. I'm excited raise money for a good cause and hopefully get some new people to jiu-jitsu some women and girls yes so it's five and up so oh wow five and up yes okay oh, i don't know i don't know you know like a mommy and me type thing if they have kids because a lot of the my friends are single moms I know. and yeah. they don't have babysitters so bring your child and teach them self-defense so you can learn um I, I was I thought of that I was like you know there needs to be like a mommy and me thing because sometimes you can't bring your kid to a seminar yeah and I I completely get that I've noticed even with some of the ladies at our gym one of their barriers are you know I have a five-year-old or I have a 10-year-old I have a child and I don't want to yeah. come to class with my kid and it's just like Bring them in. We have iPads. We have toys. We They're fine. We have a couch. Just come. We have, we have a mini baby cage. We keep mm-hmm. all the children at our gym. Legitimately. It's funny. <laughs> I, saw it. I saw the setup. <laughs> and then, and the babies all have to sign waivers before they get into the cage <laughs> with our babies. Because they've been training since they were negative two months. <laughs> in my stomach so and it's funny because it's um you know the babies are there when we teach and when we train and it's so cool how much they soak up like as one-year-olds even like my daughter loves watching us and she can do the moves on her brother and luca also likes watching us sometimes when he's not wanting us to hold him and he will do it on her and he's huge compared to her so it's hilarious. I call it Twinkie Jitsu. And then world champions, Maya and Luca. That's my dream. <laughs> if they want about it. the gym you guys started. Oh, um, so our gym is Python Martial Arts. We opened in October. Um, we, wait, wait, wait. October of 2022. 20... Okay. So we are brand new. And we were put into a bad spot because you know we had twins they're expensive gas went up and so it was like oh my goodness how am i gonna afford to drive to the gym um and we like well we should open one we've always wanted to open one so here we go and it just took off so we're thankful for like everyone that is at our gym now like supporting us believing in us and we built a good family. You definitely you know. have. I know I've been there and it was amazing. And I can't wait to come back to the new location. No, we're getting a new spot. So I'm excited. Um, and we're under Kevin Williams. He's a black belt under Machado. Uh, he works for AGF and he's like a secret ninja assassin. I like to call him. <laughs> um, or Batman. That's what we call him. Bat Jiu-Jitsu. Um, you know, he has a lot of teenage world champions under him, and I plan to be the 36-year-old world champion under him, hopefully, when I grow up. We're excited about everything that's happening. Um, we worked so hard. We've been training. Diego's been training way longer than I have. And so, you know, we've been to different gyms, and we've been lucky to have amazing coaches in our life and friends that made us, 
you know, the jujitsu people we are today. And um, so all their hard work and all our hard work is paying off. You know, I'm sure they used to see me and they're like, this crazy California girl coming to Oklahoma. She thinks she's going to be a world champion. And I'm going to make it happen. So how do you find yourself in Oklahoma? So my son's father is here and from here. Okay. So I'm here. Yay. <laughs> and it's not too bad. It's just different from where I'm from. But with jujitsu, it makes it better. Absolutely. Like you find the cool people in jujitsu. So in your experience, since you've been training for so long, how have you seen the community, the women's community impact be impacted by jujitsu and the growth in your experience? I am so excited. Finally, I have competition. Like, yeah? Yeah, kind of. Um, you know, as much as it can be. Um, like, there's more women now. Way more women than when I started. So when I started in Kudos, I was literally, like, one of the first women. And it took a year to get my teammate, Angela, to, like, be obsessed like me because I was like I need another girl that's obsessed and then Angela got obsessed and she's a monster and then <laughs> we you know started building up the women that would stay you know because girls come and say they want to fight and then they train and then they don't <laughs> you know, there's a lot of flakes but um my other friend Lily Van Poole she does yoga um and then she started jujitsu because of an incident and she's a, gonna be a world champion she's crazy good and works hard and so we just and now there's way more women now like in 2021 and 22 I think COVID brought like a lot of women into jiu-jitsu because they wanted to get away from their craziness maybe (laughs) that's a good way to put it I was gonna say something else but so I was gonna you know they want to heal or figure out who they are or get their stress out from teaching kids that they shouldn't be teaching you know so you know I think that it'll just grow from here and I think there will be more women so I'm excited good that's awesome so what are your competitions that you have coming up um so we have rage in the cage next week so absolute um purple belt match um submission only I think I need a eight to ten minutes um, I think, I don't know, unless it's five, I'll have to ask. That's a good question. Either, either way, I'm ready. I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't been in the cage for two years, like competing. And so I'm excited to be able to like do what I love and entertain people and, you know, get all my aggression out it, legally, you know, <laughs> so it's fun. Um, AGF is going to be putting on a world's type trials for a U.S. grappling team this year. It's the first okay. year ever. Okay. So that will be, there's a trials in Dallas in May that I'm going to go to. Uh, May 6th in Dallas, Fort Worth, I think. And so I'm going to, that's my next goal is to get on the U.S. team. Okay. okay. And go compete in Poland. I think that's where it is. 
<laughs> for world. That's gonna be awesome. I know. If as long if I could just get on there, I want to be like Elizabeth Clay one day, just <laughs> jumping big girls out or little girls and looking like a boss <laughs> with, with five children. With like, five children. <laughs> out there that your dreams are not lost that you can still follow your dreams with five children so <laughs> if i can do it with five children you can do it with none <laughs> or a dog you know we don't judge they're all babies to someone so you know it's a lot of work so but i'm excited it'll be fun and i get to see you in july yeah we have an open mat that we're gonna host out there and then i i think we're gonna try to get a chick jitsu tournament to come out that way yes that is a goal she doesn't even know that you know we know but <laughs> chick jitsu in july 2023 in oklahoma city that will be, that would be amazing and and you know the the scene in oklahoma is very popular there's like a lot of world champions here like undercover world champions and um like brothers and Tulsa has some EBI veterans on it. So, and Diego is gonna be on EBI one day. I'm just gotta talk Eddie Bravo into it. <sighs> just I'm just trying to, trying to make it through this year. This is the year that I'm finally competing, and I got my first one tomorrow. And we'll just we'll see how it goes. Is it your first one ever? And the first one is blue belt. First one is blue, blue belt. belt. Okay. So your first blue belt, you'll be fine. You'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> Man, I hope so, because it's me and one other girl, but we're fighting each other three times in each one, gi and no gi, because we're the only ones in our bracket, and it's back to back to back. So I was like, all right, let's go fight each other for an hour. <laughs> I know. Let's do this five to six minute round a hundred times. <laughs> And then hopefully figure each other out. That's what I was saying. I was like, after the first one, you know what the other person's most likely going to do. Kind of. They kind of surprise you. Because I had that one. I had one like that recently where we did no gi and then we did gi. And then when she got that gi on, she like stepped it up. And I was like, okay, let's do this. You know, <laughs> I got grip somewhere too. Um, I had a broken thumb, but I had one grip, so I killed it. With the going to the tournament? No, I actually broke my thumb in training, but at the tournament, it still hurts because I keep competing with it. But I tape it and I just choke people out. Nobody needs a thumb. Needs a thumb. Nobody needs a thumb. All right, lady. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was. Great. I hope everybody learns more about Forever Fighter. And if they wanted to reach you or connect with you, how would they do that? They can um, get on our Facebook and our Instagram. Our Instagram is like forever.a.fighter. And our Facebook is Forever Fighter. That one's easier to find. But you can message us. And um, if you need any like gym do assistance, any gear, we will help you figure it out. If you need help paying for a tournament, we will actually help you instead of ignoring your application. You know, like some I've tried before. And um, so, you know, we want to be, we want to show you instead of talking about it. 
And we've recently given out two scholarships, our first 2023 scholarships to two amazing, hardworking gentlemen. Um, and we do women, men, and children because everyone is a, you know, a survivor of domestic violence in a way, whether when they were children, you know, being raised by single mom or dad or dealing with it with their significant other. We want to help everyone, uh, mostly children too, because that's where it starts. If somebody would have given me jujitsu earlier, I probably wouldn't have been through half of what I've been through. So we are going to, and there's a lot of amazing people helping. So um, Seth Daniels from Fight to Win, the owner and matchmaker of that, he's going to help us. Um, he's amazing. Um, Kevin Williams, our black belt. Um, AGF, I know one day will when I can talk him into it. I'm just too tired when I'm working for them to even talk. And then, um, you know, we have, I literally just got reached out to by Master Ken. Do you know who that is? I don't. I don't. So he's a comedian and he makes fun of martial arts. He's on Instagram and YouTube. His name's Master Ken. He is so funny, but Master Ken reached out to me and I'm like, and he wants to do a Forever a Fighter seminar. So I'm pumped because that's a big deal to me. You know, like, that that's like when Eddie Bravo reaches out to us and like, hey, Stephanie, I'll do one. I'll be like, yes, Eddie, but put me on your card and then do one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreaming. Also Joe Rogan, but they're hard to reach. One day, one day. You just got to keep going. I know. I mean, if they can't ignore my hard work, I'm going to work so hard, no one can ignore me. Exactly. Like, okay, this girl's annoying. Just put her on the show. That's really and what it takes sometimes. What it takes is back-to-back -back messages. I'll message you once a month. I'll be the annoying person, and one day you'll answer. I notice, though, the more people you submit, the more they pay attention. Yes. That so, is the number one reason why this year I went ahead and just said it's the year of competition. Like, we, we've got to get out there. Because, you know, it's crazy. Like, I've been in jujitsu eight years. I've done more no gi, of course, because I was training MMA than gi. So I'm a blue belt three stripe, right? Makes a lot of sense. But whatever. I will submit every blue belt until I am a black belt one day. I won't give up. So a lot of people give up a blue belt. I'm like, I get it. I want to give up a blue belt, but it's not in me because I'm a Marine, <laughs> right? So I got to get my black belt and submit everyone. And then maybe I can help more people with Forever Fighter. <sighs> but it's exhausting. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. One day I'm going to be, I'm going to call you and be like, hey, remember that one time we did the podcast? It came true. <laughs> It is. This is how we speak things into the universe. You gotta say yeah, it. You gotta plan it. for it. You gotta work for it. No, and except like Gordon Ryan being rude and disrespectful to people to get attention, I'm gonna just work hard and help people. Mother them with love and community. <laughs> needs some love. He's been hated on or something. Or, and yeah, no comment. He's gonna be like, Come and hit me up. Hey, okay, let's go. 30 minutes. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Forever a fighter. Right use, use the platform and write it out. <laughs> yeah, man. Submit me, Gordon. I will take your money 
and you're you're like marketing. <laughs> That's funny. I met him twice. He was actually nice in person. I wish he was like that all the time. And his girlfriend's nice. I just don't agree with what she puts on social media, but I still love her. I'm more of like a, let me think of someone. Because I like just like trying to be quiet and then showing them. But then sometimes they get a little annoyed and you got to put them in your place, you know. But for the most part, I'm, I try to be quiet and respectful. Same. Same. I think my thing is I'm, I'm too personal because yeah. people, if you're not friends with a friend of mine already, like you can't even find my personal social media. Same. So, well, you can find mine, but I won't add you. <laughs> you can follow so, me, but I'm not going to add you. Finally, one of my girlfriends was like, you have to make a like a public facing one. People think you don't exist. <laughs> That's good. Maybe I want it like that. But anyways, I got to get off here. I'm sorry. No, thank you so much but, for your time and enjoy the rest of your day. I will. Okay. Text me, though, so we can play in July. Definitely. Will. That concludes today's episode. Our next open mat is going to be hosted on March 19th at Zombie Crew Jiu-Jitsu out of Fort Worth, Texas. We also have an upcoming seminar with Christina Barland. She's going to be coming in from Florida to Cairo Short Jiu-Jitsu on May 20th. Hope to see you guys on the mats. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends.